and good evening, everyone, and welcome into the Orange Fire Media Podcast. I am Russ Renault, and we are here on this post-Super Bowl edition. Usually, we'll come to you live on Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Central Time, but because of the Super Bowl, wanted to come in after that game was over and give everybody, everybody a chance to enjoy themselves and, and watch the game and then come in here and talk about some UFC fights. So, Congratulations to all the Chiefs fans out there. 38-35 victory for the Chiefs. A field goal by Harrison Bucker with eight seconds left. And Chiefs go on to win. Patrick Mahomes is the MVP. So congratulations to them and all the Chiefs fans. So this is our second live episode, so third episode overall. And just want to talk about, uh, for those joining us for the first time, what this podcast is about why it's different uh, than all the other great UFC MMA podcasts out there. And what we do on this show is we talk about the hobby side of UFC trading cards. And as you can see, that we, we've got some product here with us, and uh, we're going to get into some of these later on. So tonight, uh, if we've got time, definitely get into a, a box of the Chronicles, um, and if you know if we're doing good on time, then might get into a box of the optic as well. Those are all retail, but as you can see above that, um, saving those as we get a little bit bigger, as we start to grow a little bit, get a little bit of a following. That uh, we've got some hobby boxes of optic. We've got two of those up there, and on top of that, let me reach in here and, and pull that down. So that's uh, what we're waiting on. Uh, Going to open this hobby box of Prism. Uh, when things really start rolling, so looks like we've got about five or six weeks worth of product, and we'll talk about some other things coming down the line as the show goes along. The other thing about this podcast is that this is a place where uh, your kids can watch and listen. Um, you know, the the MMA world can be a little bit edgy, and uh, language a little bit inappropriate for certain age of kids. Uh, but this is a hobby po podcast. Uh, there's a lot of kids involved in, in hobby and trading cards, and they want a place to go as well. And so I try to make this as clean and family-friendly as I can so that, that your kids can watch and listen along with you and enjoy it, and they can have a UFC MMA space to go to that's good for them. So th that's my goal, um, and hopefully you know, I stick to that. So uh, glad to have everyone in tonight. Um, as we're going to go through a little bit, bit of things that things I was thinking about this week, um, one thing we're going to do on this podcast is I'm going to have a hobby top five every week and it can change, um, you know, week to week and what that entails, it's not pound for pound. It's not rankings. It is the top five hottest fighters in the hobby at the time, um, that week. And I'm going to go five through one. And this week's first edition is going to be coming up later before we get into these uh, boxes of Chronicles and hopefully some Optic if, if we've got time. If I don't talk too long about UFC 284, then, then we'll get into some of these. Um, definitely get into one, maybe more, um, if we have time. Uh, another thing I want to mention is that I, I want this podcast to grow. So uh, I am offering five different fighter lots. Um, Everyone has a numbered card. So it's John Jones, Robert Whitaker, uh, Jan Blachowicz, um, and we've got Justin Gaethje and Holly Holm. I've got five lots, about six or to eight cards of each one 
um, and one is numbered out of, out of all of those. And we're going to give away a uh, lot of your choice um, for everybody who subscribes to the podcast. So uh, if you get friends to subscribe, uh, hopefully I'm going to find a way that um, I can get you an extra entry into that drawing and get your friend one too. So, so if you invite a friend, you get multiple entries. And so hopefully you spread the word that way. Um, one of the things that's kicking around today that if I get up to 100 subscribers uh, by that first week of March, March 5th is when the, when the giveaway is going to be done. I'm going to give this a couple of weeks. And then on that March 5th show that I'm going to do the giveaway on that show. Um, one thing I'm kicking around is if I have 100 subscribers by that March 5th show, that I think I might give away all five. Um, don't know if it'll be all to the same person or to different people yet. Um, you can use the chat. Um, you know, we can bring that up. Um, you can talk to me on, on here and uh, give me your ideas. You can send them to me. Uh, contact information, russ at orange-fire.com is the email address and then at orange fire media for all social media accounts so we'd love to hear from you love your feedback um just starting out and and just hoping to get this thing off the ground and going getting to all the the ufc fans who are involved in trading card hobby so as you see you know we switch over and and look at that uh what we have to open and there's going to be more every week i'm uh, going to be adding to this but this will get us started and get us going down the road, you know, about five or six weeks, and then we'll have other products that we add to this as they get released, and we'll be talking about that in just a little bit. So now let's go ahead and talk about UFC 284 from Perth, Western Australia last night. It was the first matchup in the men's side of the pound-for-pound pound number one against the pound-for-pound pound number two, and that was Alex Volkanovsky, number one, uh, the uh, featherweight champion, and Islam Makachev, uh, number two, the lightweight champion, Volkanovski, challenging Makachev for that title. And Islam Makachev getting the decision and taking retaining that, that lightweight title in his first title defense, uh, Volkanovski ending a very long winning streak and now no longer undefeated in the UFC. So it was a really close fight. I was looking at some of the social media posts today and I think it probably just depends on who you like. Um, a lot of people who are probably Volkanovski fans thought that he won. A lot of people that are Islam fans thought that, that he won. Um, just a very, very close fight. Uh, razor thin um, across the, the scorecards. And I think that what was in common was, you know, just judging by the judges' scorecards, that uh, two of the three had Volkanovski winning rounds three and five. And they all had... Islam winning rounds two and four. So it really came down to the very first round. And it really could have gone either way. Uh, both fighters um, doing a good job, but, but Makachev uh, controlling Volkanovski in that first round a little bit more than the Volkanovski was able to do some damage. So, um, as I said, uh, you see some, some fight statistic out there that, that said Volkanovski won just based on the numbers. But really, is a judgment call. A great fight. And it could have gone either way. Uh, the one thing I do want to say is that UFC really pumped up uh, Makachev being the new pound-for-pound pound number one. Uh, with Volkanovski taking him the distance and it being that close, uh, there's a case to be made that, that Volkanovski is still the pound-for-pound pound number one 
in the world um, as he jumped up in a weight class and able to, to take Makachev the distance. So um, a lot of controversy there in, in those rankings, and, and I'm sure Makachev will be number one next week. But um, I'll make a case for, for Volk to, to retain that title until they meet again down the road somewhere. But we'll talk about what uh, is on the horizon for those two in, in just a minute because the co-main event, uh, really dictates a little bit of what Volkanovski is going to do soon. Um, and that was a fantastic performance by Yair Rodriguez, defeating Josh Emmett in the second round to gain the interim featherweight championship that Volkanovski, uh, by design and being in the main event fighting for the lightweight championship, uh, needed a title holder in case he went on to win that um, and keep the, the featherweight division moving. And so Yair Rodriguez getting a stoppage with 41 seconds left in the second round, uh, went for an arm bar against Josh Emmett, uh, then turned that into a triangle choke and got the finish with the submission. So that's only the third title fight that's ever been finished by a triangle choke. And Yair Rodriguez really showing off his vast array of skills in that performance against Emmett. Saw the hometown hero, Jack Della Maddalena, Come up with a victory against Randy Brown in the welterweight division. And Jack Della Maddalena, he was the 2022 UFC Rookie of the Year. And why that's important for the hobby is you're going to see uh, Jack Della Maddalena's first uh, rookie cards coming out uh, in this 2023 edition. So um, kind of a, someone to keep an eye on as we go forward into 2023 as we're getting the last set of 2022 coming out this week. And again, we'll, we'll talk about that in just a second. So Jack Della Maddalena, 213 into the first round, a rear naked choke, and he just found an opening um, about two minutes in, landed a couple of rights uh, just about at the three-minute mark, and then was able to finish Brown um, on the mat and get the submission. So Madalena, Della Madalena with four straight finishes to open his UFC career, and that'll be somebody we'll keep an eye on and maybe somebody that'll move into that hobby top five that I was talking about. Want to step back a little bit. Uh, got ahead of myself a little bit. So with the Volkanovski, uh, you know, result, and then Yair Rodriguez. So you would think that those two would be matching up pretty soon to, to unify that featherweight title. Um, probably sometime this summer, you see Volk take on Yair Rodriguez. would be a fantastic fight. Um, and then the question is, where does Islam go from here? So he could take on some of the some of the top five of the lightweight division that's already been in the title hunt. You look at guys like Dustin Poirier, who's who's been an interim champion before. Uh, but the one name that, that came up uh, maybe during the broadcast and this week was Benil Dariush and just been on a streak as of late. Um, it was rumored that Dariush may be fighting Charles Oliveira. They're trying to make that work. But with Islam, with that victory, I think that he wanted to defend that title uh, in the lightweight division, maybe against a new challenger, and Dariush certainly fits that bill. Um, and then you see uh, if Volk can get past Rodriguez and Islam uh, can get past another title defense, then maybe you see those two, Islam and, and Volkanovski, uh, doing a rematch sometime, you know, maybe later this year or 
into 2024. So a lot to keep an eye on right there just because of what happened last night in Perth. Going to go into the more into the main card and Justin Taffa and Parker Porter, a heavyweight matchup, and Justin Taffa just a, a minute six into the first round laying out Parker Porter. You know, got um, got a left hook, just landed it clean, and then on the way down gets the right and you know takes out Porter in pretty quick fashion. The last event that we talked about, the first one on the main card was uh, 12th-ranked Jimmy Crute. It was a light heavyweight matchup against Alonzo Minifield, and they went to a majority draw. So an interesting situation. Uh, Minifield kind of controlled a little bit in the first round by Jimmy Crute, but able to get some shots in late in the first round, and with about 12 seconds left, just started hammering away and landing some big blows on Jimmy Crute, and had that round been another 10 seconds I think you would have seen Crute knocked out but was saved by the bell and able to regroup and, and come back and it went the distance and one thing to, to point out is Minifield was penalized for grabbing the cage in the third round and that's what led to the majority draw uh, I think Minifield would have been ahead on two of the three cards but two of them tied 28-28 and so Minifield and Crute, both game in the post-fight interviews to run it back again later, uh, was a great fight, and I'm sure that people would not mind seeing that again. A couple of other notes that I, that I want to touch on uh, in the card. As far as the hobby goes, just some things that, that we can keep an eye on going forward. Uh, great performance by Jack Jenkins, getting a finish over Don Shanus. And Jack Jenkins was a contender series alum. It might be somebody that will have some rookie cards coming out this year or into next year. But somebody to keep an eye on because it seems to be a fan favorite um, being on the contender series. So people kind of know who he is already. Clay Jason Rodriguez, a knockout 59 seconds into the first round uh, against Shannon Ross in the flyweight division. Uh, great performance by him. And then one more. They just want to highlight Jamie Malarkey defeating Francisco Prado. And that was in the lightweight division. And Malarkey defeating Prado, who Prado is the second youngest to make his UFC debut. And, you know, interestingly enough, that those have both been in the last few months uh, with Raul Rosas Jr. being the youngest. Now Prado, 20 years old, getting the call up and uh, taking a loss in, in his UFC debut. Uh, Jamie Malarkey called out Patty Pimblett after the fight, as a lot of people in that division seem to do in the lightweight division. Um, and, you know, that's not something that, you know, Patty does. He said that in interviews uh, that he's not going to call out people. Everybody has his name on their mouth, quote unquote. And so he's just not going to buy into it, but we'll see. Um, Jamie Malarkey looking to move up in the rankings and, and make a name for himself. And Patty Pimblett would certainly be one of the ways to do that. So before we get to these cards, I'm going to talk a little bit more about some of the fights coming up this year. We had some new fights that were announced this week. And we'll start in the women's bantamweight division. 
former champ, number three ranked Holly Holm, will be taking on number six, Yana Santos. And look on my list there. Let's see if we can find that one. Put that up there. Fight night, March 25th in San Antonio. And another one that was announced, and we'll, we'll go through these in just a minute, but I want to highlight the, the big ones. And April 15th in Kansas City, number one, Max Holloway against number four, Arnold Allen in the featherweight division. That also plays into the Yarier Rodriguez, Alex Volkanovsky, uh, probably pending matchup. Um, you got Max Holloway ranked number one in that division, number one contender, Arnold Allen, number four. And so um, you think that whoever wins that Holloway-Arnold Allen fight, if Rodriguez defeats Volkanovsky, the winner would get would get Yair Rodriguez. Um, if Volkanovski wins um, and Holloway wins, I don't think that fans would want to see that for a fourth time. So we might see uh, something else happen in that division, but that's a long way off. April 15th, Holloway Allen in Kansas City. As we said, some, some rumored matchups that, that have been talked about on social media, Charles Oliveira against Benil Dariush. But now maybe with it, with Islam and the victory last night, maybe Dariush moves into position to fight for a title. And also Robert Whitaker and Hamzat Chamaya uh, looking at a possible matchup. Both seem game for it and see if they can make it happen. I had a, a dropout um, in an upcoming matchup. And that's supposed to be on the UFC 285 card, the next pay-per-view on March 4th in Las Vegas. Uh, 10th ranked Jalen Turner in the lightweight division was supposed to fight Dan Hooker, uh, but uh, Hooker pulling out of the fight and now Jalen Turner without an opponent for March 4th. Uh, Drew Dober stepped up and said he's game, so see if they move Drew Dober into that spot to take on Jalen Turner. So before we get to our hobby top five and we get into some of these boxes, want to talk about just uh, the main fights that are coming up. Not every fight, um, certainly not on the fight night cards, but um, maybe the, the main card on the, on the UFC pay-per-view events. But we'll just talk, hit the highlights of what's coming up. So we'll talk about next weekend, fight night on February 18th from Las Vegas from the Apex. And good fight in the women's flyweight division. Third-ranked Jessica Andrade will be taking on the up-and-comer 10th-ranked uh, Aaron Blanchfield is going to be a big test for both women um, as Andrade eyes a title shot and Aaron Blanchfield can, wants to continue her rise up the rankings. So that's really the, the biggest fight next weekend. Um, some diehard fans will, might be into some of the other ones, but uh, fight night on February 25th, also from the Apex. We've got a light heavyweight matchup between number six Nikita Krylov and number nine, Ryan Spann. And then we get to the big event, March 4th, UFC 285 from Las Vegas. You got John Jones and Cyril Gaon for the vacant heavyweight championship. That was vacated by Francis Ngannou. Could not reach a deal with the UFC, so John Jones likely to make his return. And he'll be taking on the number one contender, Cyril Gaon. Uh, also, another title fight in the women's flyweight division. Uh, Valentina Shevchenko, champion, taking on number five, Alexa Grasso. So it looks to be a good fight 
there and a good test for Shevchenko. Also a, a top 10 matchup in the welterweight division is Jeff Neal will take on Shavkat Rachmanov. Neal ranked number 7 and Rachmanov ranked number 10. Um, but a lot, of, a lot of hype around Shavkat. See if he makes our hobby top 5 coming up here in a minute. And also on that main card, Bo Nickel making his UFC debut against Jamie Pickett in the middleweight division. A lot of people looking forward to seeing Bo Nickel in the octagon officially for the first time for the UFC. Coming up fight night on March 11th, Las Vegas from the Virgin Hotel. Number two, Piotr Jan against number three, Marab Devalishvili in the bantamweight division. Also a top 15 matchup with number eight, Alexander Volkov against number 13, Alexander Rachmanov in the heavyweight division. Then we get to UFC 286, March 18th in London from the O2 Arena. Leon Edwards on his home turf will defend the welterweight title for the first time, the rematch against former champion Kamaru Usman. And we also have a top six matchup in the lightweight division, number three, Justin Gaethje against number six, Rafael Fazit. Moving on to fight night, March 25th in San Antonio. A, a lot of fights added to that one this week. Pretty much got a full card there now with Cheeto Vera and Corey Sandhagen, number four, number five in the Bantamweight division. Just told you about Holly Holm and Yana Santos being announced this week. And then in the men's flyweight division, number six, Alex Perez will take on number nine, Manel Cape, and then a host of other fights added this week. Then we get to UFC 287 in Miami on April 8th. Alex Pereira against Israel Adesanya, rematch for the middleweight title. That Pereira took off Adesanya last year. And also a top 15 matchup with number 5 Gilbert Burns taking on number 11 Jorge Masvidal in the welterweight division. And then the only fight on the fight night card for April 15th in Kansas City is Holloway and Arnold Allen right now. So we'll keep an eye on that. And then the big one later on this year, this summer, uh, the ultimate fighter will be Conor McGregor against Michael Chandler. And that ends on August 15th, so we'll look for a fight between those two shortly thereafter. Um, know that everyone is now buzzing and looking forward to that one. So we are almost to the stars of the show, but first we will get to our hobby top five. So this is a new wrinkle in the show and one of the spots that we're going to have going forward. So this is just a no, no math to this, uh, nothing official, just, uh, just fun, just what I see based on trends in the hobby, what cards are going for, uh, what cards are popular, um, who's drawing the biggest price tag really um so that that kind of weighs into it. and then it can be former fighters too it could be former inactive active uh everybody's who has cards is available because if, if you're one of the one of the legends of the sport and you're still uh doing well in the hobby cat category then that's going to put you on this list i think that's kind of where we start with number five and that was the hardest one the one through four were not as hard for me, but number five was was kind of difficult choosing from a, a kind of a bunch of different people. So I kind of went a direction of somebody who is 
little has been inactive lately, but still a huge draw in the hobby. So number five is Conor McGregor. Uh, Conor McGregor still his cards are hot. People still want Conor. Uh, it's more based on the masses instead of your your more hardcore UFC fans and, and people who collect cards. Uh, that's just the, the name recognition. So McGregor comes in at number five. Number four, talked about him earlier, Shavkat Rachmanov. Uh, rookie cards right now, really hot product, and uh, kind of look for those as we go along opening these 2022 boxes. Number three is Sean O'Malley. Um, everybody's looking for, for the Sugar Show, and so he comes in at number three. And number two on my list is Hamzat Shemaev. Hamzat um, been kind of controversial lately, getting his name out there, uh, really making a lot of noise, and, and people tend to respond to that with their wallets. Um, so he comes in at number two. And number one, after last night's performance, I think kind of cemented this in my mind, um, it is Islam Makachev. So um, you can be the pound-for-pound pound number one, um, and your cards have already been doing well anyway. Uh, I think just adds to it. So Islam is my number one. Um, you can agree or, or disagree. Let me know in the chat and, you know, email me, whatever you want to do, russ at orange-fire.com. So I want to talk about some other things going on in the hobby, and we talked about this the last two shows. We had not had a release date on the Immaculate sets. The, the, box, the box is coming out. But now we do. We've got an official date to win this Wednesday, February 15th, and that's going to be 1 p.m. Central Time. Um, the Immaculate is a premium product. You get one pack. It is six cards. And on average, you get three autographs, two memorabilia cards. And there are some on-card autos, which, which everyone had been clamoring for, and there's also jumbo memorabilia patches to go along with that. So looking forward to getting at least one of those and opening those on the show. It's probably going to bump one of these back a week or so. Uh, as, as soon as we get that one in, we'll open it here on the show. So look forward to that. Please subscribe. Please uh, urge your friends to subscribe. We'll be doing that giveaway for those five lots. And whatever I open, if anything's in those lots, I'll add it to it. Saw another interesting release this week. Some people may not find it as interesting, but I just like to give the news on what's coming out there. So the Penny Instant came out this week for the Road to UFC Champions from last week's event. And so those are out. You can find those on the Panini Direct app. Uh, the Road to the UFC Champions edition coming out this week, available from Panini. So now we're, we're going to get to some of these boxes of cards and we'll see how long it takes us to go through a box of Chronicles. And if we have some time, I like to keep it around an hour. Uh, don't want to go too much longer than that, especially since we've got a little bit of a late start because of the Super Bowl tonight. But I want to get to one box of Chronicles at least, uh, maybe get into a box of Optic and uh, we'll just see how much how we're doing on time. Uh, right under 30 minutes. So I've got 30 minutes. If we can get, get to it by the 45-minute mark, then we'll get to another box and, and go ahead and, and rip two of them um, and then get ready for some other products coming out soon. So 
So I just want to give me a second and just get these gloves on. I want to protect anything good that we come across. But um, just for those who aren't totally familiar, um, these are retail boxes. The ones here on the bottom, ones on the top are hobby boxes. There are guaranteed autographs in the hobby boxes, um, not in the retail boxes. You know, you pick these up at Target, Walmart, wherever. Um, you find those on the shelves. Your chances of pulling anything, you know, great are, are you know, greatly reduced compared to the hobby boxes, but uh, you get them for a lower price. So if you didn't know the difference before, you do now. Um, so that's my that's my little summary of retail versus hobby for those who didn't know. So we'll start with this box of Chronicles. The professional breakers out there are much better at this than I am, but um, try not to make too much noise. The microphone's right here, but definitely want to use the gloves to protect anything that, that we might pull out of here. And really with retail, you're just looking for anything with a number on it. I think you can feel good about, um, feel good about that box if you just pull any numbered card out of it. So these Chronicle packs, seven cards per pack. We've got six packs. So we'll go through the first one. 2022 Chronicles Retail. This came out in the summer. Um, since then, Optic has come out and Immaculate is coming out soon. So to start off with a Korean Zombie, Jose Aldo, Ian Gary. Talked about Benil Dariush already. There's one of him. Insert card. D-Rod, Daniel Rodriguez, rookie card. Rookies and Stars. Former Bantamweight champion Misha Tate. And a former Bantamweight champion Holly Holm. And that will be added to our fighter lot featuring Holly Holm that we'll be giving away on March 5th. So no numbers on those. We'll protect the ones that we can add to our lots. And, that, and that's the other thing I have. If we start to slow down on product, then we will get to my lot box. what that lot box is is just product that I've, that I've opened this year and just built out some fighter lots have some really good lots in there um, I think Stipe Miocic is probably the best one because I have a autograph memorabilia card in that lot it's about 10 to 12 cards there we go see that on the back but we'll get to that in a second so these are base cards. Corey Sandhagen, Gilbert Burns, got a bronze Jorge Masvidal, got a Chronicles Black 
Magomed Ankalaev. And another Holly Holm. That is an Illuminate, you see up there in the corner. So whoever gets that Holly Holm lot would be pretty happy if they collect them. There's an Anderson Silver, Anderson Silva Legacy. And there you go, Conor McGregor Origins. Number five on our Hobby Top 5 this week. There you go, Tisha Torres, Lee Jang Lang, rookie card. Another one to add to a lot. John Jones, black. Francis Ngannou, absolute memorabilia. Kind of got to look at these closely sometimes with, with these Chronicles cards to see some of the numbers can, are really well hidden because you see some of the foil right here on the side of this Glover Teixeira card, and I'll put that closer, that you can kind of mistake that for a number sometimes, think you got a numbered card and you didn't, but uh, there's Glover Teixeira season ticket. And Jan Blahovich to add to that lot as well that we'll be giving away. So that those giveaways, again, for those joining us late, uh, if you subscribe to the podcast, you'll get one entry into a drawing. And we've got five fighter lots. Uh, Holly Holm, Jan Blahovich, Robert Whitaker, Justin Gaethje, and John Jones. And we'll be – you get – you know, whichever one of your choice. And um, if we get to 100 subscribers by March 5th, that's when we'll do the giveaway, then then I'm going to give away all five. So here is pack number four. It's being difficult. Don't want to bend anything, of course. There we go. This is just a Holly Home box. And another Jan Blahovich in Base Chronicles. Giga Chigazi, Rojero Bontarin, rookie card there. Adrian Yanez, nice XR, rookie card. Francis Ngannou, score. Add that to the John Jones fighter lot. Got the Chronicles Crown Royale. And there you go, your Holly Holm Contenders Bronze. So I said, nothing numbered yet. Doing pretty good on time. So I think, I think we'll be able to get to that one of these boxes of Optic. I want to apologize for those of you listening to the podcast. Uh, this portion of the show is not going to be as exciting. You can't see it, but hopefully... Um, you listen and because I'm going to go through every card because I know that you're listening and maybe you can go back later and see something. And if you see something, you want it, let me know, Russ at orange-fire.com and just, you know, let me know and we can work something out and, you know, put that into a lot, you know, whatever you want to do. Everything's available. Uh, Colby Covington, Stipe Miocic. T-City, Brian Ortega, some bronze. 
There we go. Sugar Show, number three on our Hobby Top 5. Chronicles Illusions. Ian Gary, Rookies and Stars. Rose Nami Yunus, Prestige. And another Glover Teixeira. This one's a playoff. So down to one pack. Nothing numbered yet. Just adding to all these lots today. Give me just a second, I'm trying to bring up the chat. So anything that, that you want to say, you can you can pull up there and I'll see it. Um, so there we go. Justin Gaethje. Max Griffin. Max Griffin is actually a collector, part of the UFC sports card group on Facebook. A, a great group to be part of if you're not already, if you're interested in this. Um, no better group to be part of. In UFC sports cards, uh, Kevin Fernandez runs the best breaks as far as UFC cards go, and always running pick your fighter breaks, uh, you know, multiple times a week. So, uh, fellow collector there, Max Griffin, uh, bantamweight champ, Aljamain Sterling. Got a Brock Lesnar XR and Valentina Shevchenko Luminance. Kamaru Usman score. That's a bronze. And a flux, Piotr Jan. So nothing numbered out of that box. So we've got two boxes of optic. So let's see which one we want to go with. Let's go with this one on the left side. Put that other one up here. Five packs in this box, six cards per pack. Looking forward to opening these hobby boxes because I haven't opened any optic hobby yet. I've opened one retail box of optic. Got a little anxious on Christmas Eve, so wanted to get into it. I made a target run on Christmas Eve, and they just happened to have some, so I picked it up. Didn't get anything great. But here's what these look like. Look like the Don Russ, but a little bit more glossy. See Lauren Murphy. There's the featherweight champ, Alex Volkanovsky. Rob Devalishvili. Rafael Dos Anjos, and a purple Dustin Poirier. You got the new champ, Carla Esparza. 
didn't have it for long though. She was defeated by Zhang Wei Li, so took that picture, got that picture, and that's etched in stone now. Uh, Rob Font, Conor McGregor, they'll be facing next. Michael Chandler. And stargazing Rose Namajunas. I know that might be a little loud in the microphone, but you know, for some of us, that that sound never gets old. Ripping a pack open. Got the karate hottie Michelle Waterson Gomez, Matt Hughes. Former Bantamweight champion Juliana Pena, Zabit Magomed Shapirov, and uh, Dominic Cruz Silver. So down to three packs and nothing numbered in either one of these boxes yet. Kenzie Dern, another Korean zombie, Chan Sung Jung, Magomed Ankalaev, Calvin Cater, and a Charles Oliveira Dominator's Purple. Two packs left. Jared Cannonier, Brock Lesnar, Surreal Gunn, Legend Mark Coleman, and a nickname Derek Lewis. Last one of this show. Ketlin Vieira, Shogun Hua, sorry about that, Curtis Blades, Anderson Silva, and a BJ Penn My House. So that is that. Is our chronicles and our optic boxes for the night. Get those sleeves up and divide it up into the fighter lots. Got a lot to add to our giveaway. Holly Holm, Jan Blachowicz, John Jones. I uh, didn't see any Robert Whitaker in there and did see couple of Justin Gaethje's so those are going to be you know eight to 14 card lots maybe before it's all said and done so now that we're done opening the cards that concludes our show really want to say thank you again for tuning in for this third show and hope that you come back hope that you invite people to, to come on and subscribe as a, as I just mentioned that we're going to be doing that giveaway on March 5th where we'll be giving away a fighter lot and that 
each one includes a numbered card and if we get to 100 subscribers by then uh, I'll be giving away all five so subscribe and let me know Russ at orange-fire.com and you'll be entered into the giveaway one entry if you invite a friend and they, and they sign up and subscribe then you'll get an extra entry into that giveaway um, so just looking for that magic 100 number on subscribers uh, hope that you enjoy this space for this podcast and and you know talking about the, the hobby as it relates to, to results and, and upcoming fights and you know how fighters are trending and so hopefully that the hobby top five will be something fun that we do every week that, that fighters move up and down just based on on what's going on in the hobby at the time we're going to sign off now with one last look at, at our cards and what we can look forward to uh, looking forward to that prism hobby box and we've got those two optic hobbies up above that those are the big ones uh, looking for a big following uh, before we get to those really want you know a lot of people to see what what's coming out of those hobby boxes but once again thank you so much for, for joining me tonight uh, after the Super Bowl stand up late with me uh, you can catch it you know on on, on demand uh, you can kept catching on Apple podcasts and Spotify wherever you get your podcast downloaded sorry you can't see them but maybe you can go back and look if there's something there that, that caught your eye and once again you can email me anytime russ at orange-fire.com thanks everybody for joining me tonight and we will see you next week after fight night on saturday february 18th we'll be on on february 19th nine o'clock central time right here on youtube good night everybody